It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of BlindAndroidUsers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of the Blind Android Users podcast. We're recording today, December the 31st, 2022, as we kiss 2022 goodbye. I'm Warren Carr alongside with two pretty girls and some nice young men, John Dyer, Austin Pinto, Miriam Mosen, and Fidan. We're coming your way again on New Year's Eve, and we're celebrating with you guys. Thank you so much for making 22 a great year for BAU, Blind Android Users Podcast. Coming up today, though, we've got some announcements. Then in the spotlight, John reviews the Blind Shell Classic 2. Then we have an app demo of the iSTEM app, whose developer or one of the developers we had last week. And I'll be bringing that. And John will close the episode with separating sounds using your Samsung phone. That's your lineup for this episode 108. And guys, how are you doing? Let's start with the girls. Fidan, you are not feeling good. You actually managed to come last week, and you are sounding better today. Tell us about it. Hi, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm much better. Um, I've just been spending the week having some quiet time and uh, healing, really. Um, yeah, I. Uh, but my my parents kept in touch. I was supposed to go and visit the family, but I didn't. Um, I've been going for walks. I've been enjoying playing with my new AirPods Pro, um, which do work with Android phones. But probably if you don't have an iPhone at all, maybe you wouldn't want them. Um, And also my Vario Ultra 40. Um, And watching some TV that was good and some that wasn't so good. Over the week, like a lot of people, I think. And I have a glass of Prosecco here to cheer things up a bit because today it's rained and rained and rained. So I haven't been outside. It's a good time to stay indoors, most especially if it's raining out there. That's what I'll do. I I truly don't like the rain. So when it rains, I stay indoors. We had some snow yesterday and so... Early yesterday morning, I was out there shoveling the driveway and all of that. So, um, I mean, it's like just so much. So far, they said we've got four feet of snow this year. It's just so much stuff there. But I try to keep the driveway clean. Hey, Miriam, girl, what's going on? It is going good, but really cold in here. We've been, it's been raining pretty much the whole week. Um, We had some power cuts, uh, which is why I was not there last week. it's good. I had some gigs over the weekend. Um, and last night I went out and I had a gig in the street <laughs> behind my drum kit. And I was like, yay, that's how you celebrate the new year properly. Um, so yeah, things are going well. 2022 is finally over. It was a cool year, but um, not so cool at the same time. So I hope the boys were not out there winking at you because then I'll come after them. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, I want to make sure. Yeah. 
John Boy, what's going on? Hey, Warren. Uh, it's been a good week. It's actually a lot warmer here than it is where you are. I went outside yesterday. It was 70 degrees, and I finally <laughs> finished raking the leaves. So uh, it's it feels like fall around here, but just in time for New Year, I got all the leaves raked, and now today it's raining all day, so I'm glad I took care of that yesterday. But yeah, just hanging out, having some gin and tonic right now to celebrate the new year with my friends. What a trade-off. I would have loved for you to have today, I mean, yesterday's weather and, you know, traded them, you know, had that today's weather for yesterday. That would be nice so we could sit out on the deck or whatever drinking that gin and tonic that you have. Austin, what you got in the bottle? So, uh, we are just one or five minutes from welcoming 2024, and um, I'm here with some nice bourbon and some juicy water. Hey, 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 you're welcoming uh, 2024. What you drinking, my boy? Oh, no. So, it is just, <laughs> it's just one or five minutes away, the new year. So, getting ready for that, and there's going to be a lot of fireworks then. I'm having some nice bourbon and some... Nice uh, cold drink. I don't know if you get that in the USA. It's, it's called Sprite. So that's good. And uh, this week was, it was very cold Christmas day. We were at 10 degrees or 12 degrees from there. It is just going up and down. And now it's night here. So it's getting a little cooler. So it's things are ready for the new year. And I hope we have a good year ahead. It's funny you mentioned Sprite. So here's what happened. So my little girl turned 15 this week. I think that was, when was the 28th? Um, that was Tuesday, right? Somewhere in there. Was, was it Wednesday? I don't Wednesday. remember. Yeah. Wednesday, okay. So we went out. She wanted to eat at the Chinese uh, restaurant. Um, it's a buffet. You know, both she and I like that restaurant. So on Wednesday, she went shopping with her friends at the mall. And then on Thursday night, we went out to eat. And you know what? I had three cups of Sprite that night. And so I, I got Sprited out. Um, I, I haven't had Sprite in quite a while, and it tasted so good. So I can understand why, Austin, you're having that Sprite. It's a good drink. I love it too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. It's so fresh and so refreshing. So uh, Sprite, Mountain Dew, and Dr. Pepper, those are my three favorite pops. Yuck! <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the Dew. They didn't have the Mountain Dew, so I have to settle for the second uh, choice, which was Sprite. Austin, have you put Sprite in your whiskey? Yeah, we do it. It's put in everything from whiskey to rum and everything else. Oh, you can keep you, it, mate. You can mix <laughs> yeah. anything with Sprite. Yeah. Horrible. Ugh. Just don't drink too much or you won't be able to enjoy regular Sprite yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my no, goodness. I will stick to my Prosecco and my gin and tonic. I, I don't, but I don't really like Sprite. So, you know. But Sprite and whiskey. Ooh. Ooh, no. So I, I tend to mix uh, mix Sprite with uh, sweet tea. And my little girl and I call what? it the Sprite tea. Yeah, it is beautiful. Um, try it sometimes. It's going to no. be one of the best drinks you ever had. No, I'm not kidding. I don't like Sprite and I don't like <laughs> sweet tea. 
<laughs> Summertime, it's that, just beautiful. That does sound good. It's it's sort of like mixing uh, tea and lemonade, but it's like Sprite Ooh. is like the carbonated version of lemonade. That lemon am lime. I an, am I taste. an alien? Like everyone else seems to think this is yum, and I don't. What's wrong with me? It does not have that much lemon taste in it, but it's kind of no, really like sugar. No, it just tastes like sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. They call it's it very lemon lime. Less There's a little picture of a lemon, lemon on it, but yeah. it doesn't <laughs> taste like it. <laughs> it probably saw a lemon in the lorry it was traveling in, or something. I like it. Good. You can have it, have it then. I don't want yours. Ugh. I know. Well, it's it's the New Year, so any kind of drink goes, isn't it? That's what the New Year is for, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Celebrating, throwing the old man out, and welcoming in the new teenager, whatever it is. And for some reason, we just got some stranger that joined. And uh, stranger, why are you in here? And what do you have? We're drinking here today. Well, you know, I thought I'd show my face. I didn't think I'd be able to make it for New Year's Eve, but I am here. I am here with a Brewdog beer and a new shiny Xiaomi phone. Thank you, Ed, for coming by because actually we were missing Ed. Um, You were going to be gone for a a couple of weeks and I'm surprised you actually took your time to drop in. And so we appreciate that. And uh, we're going to be having a party today. You missed part of the introduction and talking about the things that we're going to be talking about, but you'll catch on as we go along. Uh, I I didn't miss the introduction. I'm just work shy. I'm unionized and I thought you could do it. I thought that was the case. Um, Or else I thought you were actually going to be bringing us some drinks. But, you know, you guys in London, sometimes you keep things to yourself. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, unfortunately, these uh, meet sessions are BYOB. Yeah. (laughs) Let's turn on to announcements. Austin, we've got some important announcement coming on. Um, You take us through this announcement phase. Austin, would you? So before starting the important announcement, along with Warren, I would like to thank all our listeners and readers of the mailing list and all the groups for supporting us this week, subscribing to our various platforms and sending donations whenever you felt like. So the donation links will be in the show notes. There are two links. One is a buy me a coffee link. One is a PayPal link. So you can donate whatever you want, whenever you want, through whichever method you want, all announced. All amounts and big or small are appreciated. So now we are coming into the important announcements. So as you all know, we had a survey for about two weeks going on now to choose the best OCR of 2022. And we asked you, the listeners, to vote on the OCR that you feel is the best this year. So the OCR list is out. So I am going to read out the OCR as I have arranged it, with the winner being read at the end of the list. Tech Freedom has got six votes. Icetime has got seven votes. Insta Reader has got 14 votes. Kaibo has got 19 votes. Audible Vision has got 13. One Step, aka KNFB Reader, has got 30 votes. Sullivan Plus has got 27 Speak has got 14, ID has got 23, 
I can has got eight votes. Pleasure has got sixteen votes. Super Sense has got thirty-three. Envision has got fifty-nine votes. And Lookout is the best OCR of twenty twenty-two with sixty-five points. So congratulations to all the developers of Lookout. We have some, we have had some responses back though about this. ID Pro say you're mad, bro. Envision AI say mud in your eye. Supersense says this is nonsense, and Kaibo says this is no bueno. <laughs> wow, thank you. Th- thank you for that free, uh, <laughs> you know, freelance uh, poetry there. Uh, <laughs> 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 Uh, that's beautiful, though. Here's my biggest surprise: uh, the KNFB or whatever. Um, what is that called? One step. One step. Absolutely. I'm surprised, surprised that actually that got thirty percent. Who is voting yeah. for this? <laughs> it's still ninety nine dollars, isn't it? Absolute joke. <laughs> I am so surprised. That it Their actually, developers must be listening to our podcast. I think so, because I would have expected it to be like maybe two votes, but 30. Yeah. Well, oh, were minus 30? available? Were minus <laughs> votes available? Oh, that's there was no minus. Got, and Leger got half the votes that one step got. That's, that's just and Leger is absolutely a better uh, you know, app when, when you compare it to um, KNFB Reader or the one step. I think what happened was the one step managed to step over a bunch of them. <laughs> one, one step, step at a time. One step ahead is what happened. <laughs> thank you so much for that, Austin. And again, though, we really want to thank you guys for doing this. And you know what we're going to do next year is that we're going to have these, um, you know, polls about you know, the different apps or different categories and things like that. And then at the end of the year, we'll have a grand one. So thank you so much. And also, again, want to thank you so much for your support, especially uh, for listening to us. And so for making all those donations, it has gotten us to where we are. We say thank you so much for that. Yeah, but we won't do polls if you keep being equivalently silly and voting apps like One Step up to 30%, because I will bin the polls off. It's nonsense. So if we're going to do polls, you have to vote sensibly. No, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just vote <laughs> however you want. No, that's the biggest surprise of the year. So uh, One Steppers, if you're listening, this is your year. Do something better. We now turn on to the spotlight segment. And before though we do that review, let's take a little bit of a time and talk about some of the phones of 2022. I do want to submit though personally that 2022 was a very lousy year, you know, phone speaking uh, or speaking of phones. There wasn't much to write home about in the year of 2022, except for a few, you know, rays of hope here and there in the way of the S22 and of course the one that not Austin Ed calls the feature actually I think it's one of the highlights of the better phones of 2022 and I'm talking about the Pixel phone that's how I see it how about you guys and then I think if we mix things in there uh, the Pixel watch is probably one of the highlights 
and maybe the Pixel 6a. I think these are probably some of the uh, things that kind of make sense in 2022. Can we decide the Pixel Watch was rubbish compared to the Galaxy <laughs> One? I thought we trashed it like a few weeks ago. How is it a highlight all of a sudden? It is like, a highlight. Are, they, are those rose-tinted spectacles you're wearing? Well, like, he, when, when... Warren is loving it, even though it's a lady's watch. <laughs> yeah. no, oh, Dr. John. John. <laughs> when, did, when did this... Well, here... Warren, they will love everything pixel-rated. So... Well, here's why I think that the um, the Pixel Watch stands out, because it's it's it looks different than any of the other watches out there. Either some of those that either you know square looking or whatever, but they take a different approach, and that dome shape uh, makes it stand out out of all the watches out there. So that's the one thing that makes it you know sits out there as a distinguished um, tech. That's my personal view. Uh, how about it's you guys? Why, 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 good, does it it? Sta- why does it stand out though? What what's what do you mean it looks different? It, it's a watch, surely, unless it's like I don't know, is it a triangle or something? Like what what how does it look different? <laughs> Warren, you should have known. I just explained that. that. I said it's a, like a dome shape. It's a, and it's the only one that looks that way. What, yes. But why do you even want a dome? So you're basically wearing a boob on your wrist. Uh you mm. got you got to feel it to see what I'm talking about. Um, fee, it's absolutely beautiful, uh, well crafted. The look of it is just beautiful. I've I've but seen them all, you know, that, from the Galaxy watches to the fossil uh, gems and all of that. But this one looks different. But why does that matter? I mean, technically. And I think where Google strikes the balance also, even though I don't like it, but they have that size that is good, whether you're a lady or you're a guy, you know. But for me, though, I would have liked to see a bigger watch. And so that's one of those faults. But, I mean, that's probably me being selfish. But it is their first one, isn't it? So they might. It is their first one. They might do another one. Absolutely. Um, it was a startup, though, they like you can't go, go oh, it's their, their first first time they've tried to do this. No, I mean, I was <laughs> gonna say it's taken them a very long time to do a watch, really, hasn't it? It's you know, how long have they been making the Pixel phones? Well, we're on the Pixel 7, seven now, years, aren't we? Yep. Yes, it has taken them <laughs> a long time. You know what? They were supposed to start in 2016. And everyone thought they were going to, and then it didn't happen. Instead, we had something from LG called LG Sports or something like that. And uh, it just it just faded out of memory until they returned this year. Yeah, and they can't say that it was because of COVID, because COVID didn't happen until 2020. So yeah, no, no, COVID cannot be that. blamed here. No. <laughs> I can't blame COVID on this one. Yeah, we're going to blame COVID that's going to happen in four years that we nobody even knows about yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the COVID is always a safe place for people to blame things on. Uh, but no, Google cannot blame this one on COVID. I would have liked to see Google Pixel Watches launch in India. They have not launched this uh, Pixel Watch in India this year, at least. Yeah, I don't think I've I've seen them here as well. I've seen the Pixel um, the Pixel Buds, haven't seen the Pixel Watch. So, and let's be honest, you guys haven't missed it. 
No, uh, and you're getting a special. You're getting a special design, Mariam. You're not getting a dome. You're getting a pyramid watch. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Quite good, yes. Thank you. And, right. and, and the pyramid, by the way, is a beautiful looking thing. I got stacks. Of, I think, you know, yeah. looking but, stacks. But how am I going to wear that? That's just a little look weird. I don't have and like. It's dangerous. Oh but it's uh, dangerous. You make a point. You make a point, though. <laughs> You're right. I would stand up, like, okay, this is the Egyptian girl in there. She's way up there. It could, it could be a really good um, self-defense weapon, though, couldn't it? Right. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. The difficulty yeah. is, though, the uh, retailers will get done for pyramid selling, won't they, I suppose? We can, make, like, we can get a Sphinx one. I <laughs> think like... that what, what, what needed to happen, and I can see why they didn't release uh, it in some other countries, but they could have at least, you know, release the um, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi version because maybe talking about maybe compatibility of the LTE model, but at least they should have made the um, regular ones available. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think that's what they should have done. Yeah. I missed yeah. this somewhere. There is, there is only an LTE one. No, there's no, there's both. Hmm. So why, why would it be a problem then? Or, or, or do you mean that they, they'd want to release them both at once? And that's yeah, why. Yeah, what I'm saying is that, you know, when you look at it, like the 12 countries that they have it in, um, I, I, I'm just kind of, you know, speculating that this may be one of the reasons is that they're not sure which of the carriers in those countries is going to be compatible or whatever the case may be. But at least they could just release the. Um, the Bluetooth model or the Wi-Fi model and yeah. not worry about the LTE, but leave the LTE in few countries. And that a lot of people will be satisfied with that because honestly, not everyone is going to buy the LTE uh, model unless you're like me, who's tired of, you know, um, the Wi-Fi version. So I got the LTE instead. Oh, I, I never buy the LTE versions because the amount yeah, of money you pay extra, like I have my phone, Anyway, so yeah, it's yeah, not so like you won't have the watch on you and don't have the phone at the same time. I don't think it, you know, it's yeah. And then you different. have to usually pay your carrier like at least ten dollars extra a month just to have. Yeah, but watch. no, no, exactly. Google, like mine. No, there's no such thing with mine. Um, it just uses my whatever, and it's I like it. I was able to take it out, leave my damn phone at home, and that's what I've always dreamt of. I don't want to be taking both things. At the same time, if I'm going to take both, then I might as well not worry about the damn watch. That was the point. See, I don't go anywhere without my phone. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, I, I think that's I, the point I, of I having a out. phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have it on my watch, then what's the point? Yeah, fair enough. So I think maybe the phone, well, not the phone of the year, but a most improved phone would probably be the Pixel 6a because, you know, in a year, and it's been like this for a couple of years where all the flagships are pretty much the same. I mean, they're a little bit better. You know, I think in the mid ranges where we're really seeing improvement for the price, I mean, the Pixel 6a packs the same processor as their flagship phones and you can get it for four, $450 at the most. I think it even went on sale for down to as low as $300 at some points this year, which I think is really a great deal. And, you know, even Samsung makes some good 
priced mid-rangers um like the a53 i think it's highest price is 350 maybe so i think that's where we're seeing the best uh bang for your buck these days especially this year yeah my mom got the a53 and she really likes it i think if there was the most buggiest phone of the year that i watched would go to the 6a because there are so many bugs your fingerprint sensor cannot be rec- your fingerprint sensor does not recognize your fingerprint your battery life dips like anything so and it's the it's a heater portable heater at least it was a heater when uh, it just came out now it is a little stabilized but still the bugs are still there so that is the buggiest one of the year I don't That's know. That's the Pixel Austin, experience. And I don't know, Austin, maybe maybe it's your unit that's having that stuff. I haven't seen that as a widespread thing, so I don't know where you're getting that from. Most of the tech channels in India are talking about those bugs. Well, maybe the ones sent to India, maybe the phone doesn't like India or something. Yeah, but, maybe. Uh, frankly, I, I don't know. Maybe it's your network. Yeah. You know, I don't see that, you know, with... Um, the one I got for my kids. So the other interesting thing as well you're getting, I don't know, it was a trend in 2022, it's probably earlier, uh, GSM Arena sort of coined this. It's it's sort of between mig- mid-ranges and flagships, and they're calling them flagship killers, which is probably in about the $600 range, where it's got most of... Uh, the performance of the flagships, maybe the cameras, but they, they've cut some corners. So, so, so the Xiaomi I got was a little bit like this. So it has a very low IP rating. It's got a plastic frame, but it has the 8 plus 1 gen chip. It has, uh, you know, 120 watt wireless charging, 200 megapixel camera, and there are a few others in that range. So, so somewhere that closes off the you know, between the A53 and the S22. And I say GSM Arena seems to call them flagship killers. Mm-hmm. I think the oh. Pixel 7 falls in that camp. Just the regular mm-hmm. 7, not the Pro. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's the year for, of flagship, flat, like of mid-range phones, not flagship, like flagship phones. And to be honest, as a Samsung fan, I haven't seen anything fancy from Samsung flagship-wise this year. Um, in fact... Most of the things that they dropped had so many bugs. I remember reading a post, a blog post about someone saying that they released the December update for the S21 Ultra and S21 Plus phones without the security update, like the security patch for December, which was kind of funny to me. So I think it's more of a mid-range phones. And um, from what I'm seeing, the rumors and all that, the S22, like the S23 is not surprising at all it doesn't have anything fancy um so i think mid-range phones are going to definitely um get the best ranking this year and it is the year sony gave a phone uh two years worth of android updates uh the uh xperia uh mark 3 has got android 13 having come out on android 11 which must be a first for sony yeah i think it, um and samsung this year i think it needs to be pointed out they've done a killer job i mean there's a lot of bugs and stuff but as far as the amount of um, updates they've released for the amount of devices they've done much better this year than they have done in the past i mean i've gotten i've had my one ui5 on my tablet 
for probably two months now, at least a month. And it used to be they they wouldn't even touch the tablets until like the next year. So they've done a lot better with updates this year. I agree with you, John. But the thing is, you can put like as many updates as you want. But the problem is, you should put out updates with them um, don't have like not having bugs. So I think, and it's going to be even harder fixing those bugs for all these phones that got the new update. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. But mm-hmm. people, I think people complain more about not having updates than they complain about bugs. So Samsung's just trying to cater to what the people want. I personally would want to wait for a whole year but not have bugs. That would um, literally, like, you know, make things take longer to accomplish. Like, we have bugs that I haven't seen since Android 6. I'm not kidding. Well, Miriam, girl, I I had to break this to you, but you're not going to find such an update that will not have bugs. And it doesn't matter matter who it is coming from. And like John says, I think what people want is to be on the current uh, OS iteration. And that's what people want, to be honest. Um, Bugs, and sometimes it it depends on who you're talking to. Uh, Some people don't give a rat. But frankly, I think Samsung has done a killer job this year. And also Sony, kudos to Sony for uh, actually doing better this year than the previous years. And uh, Sony, if you're hearing BAU, BAU salutes you for doing a good job this year. I think this year the technologies that improved were the camera, which now there's the X80 Pro, which is coming out with a one-inch sensor. The megapixel war has started. The charging, the fast charging has really... There is going to be a phone which is coming with 240-watt fast charging. So that is really exploding and improving this year. But I would like to see some work being done on the battery technology. So like you charge your phone once and maybe it would last a week. Maybe have these graphene batteries that they were talking about some years back. So I would like to see some work being done on the batteries uh, next year. And another bad trend that is coming next year is one of the company is launching phones with RGB. So imagine phones with RGB at the back of it. Here we want to reduce heat from the mobile and RGB is going to contribute a little bit of heat, although not much, but RGB on phones, I mean, you could do something better than that. Can you tell us what that is, please, Austin? RGB is red, green, and blue lights. So there are those blinking lights at the back of the phone. And the whole phone's back or edges of the phone's back are covered with blinking lights. It's just cool. Anyone remember the Christmas tree phone we talked about? Um, I think that was the uh, nothing... Fee, mm-hmm. remember that nothing phone. <laughs> yeah, this is obviously not catered to blind people, but like it'll give you certain. You can customize it so certain it'll light up a certain color if it's a certain um, notification from a certain app and that sort of I thing. Like that. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah it is who cool. Puts their phone on the table upside down. <laughs> What's the point? Well, you know, Austin, you would if you had about... LEDs on it. Austin, you talked about battery, and I think that the final way to solve this battery thing is what the Europeans are thinking, returning us to those removable batteries. And frankly, I don't care until we really get the technology right. 
battery will always be a problem. And like I said, you know, we could have 10 years of OS support, but if the battery is not going to last, what's the point? Uh, so until we have a better technology for the battery, it will always be a problem. Coming back to the RGB, it is going to create a lot of problem with people, those who have some disorder which in which they have uh, some problem when they see flashing or blinking lights. And uh, that's going to have a lot of problem. Also, we are going to see a lot of folding phones next year. One of the disadvantages of having a removable battery is that uh, people replace them with very cheap, non-original batteries. So they may cause the phones to explode. Yeah, so there's Samsung no win-win situation. Samsung phones explode anyway, don't they? Even I was going to say, we can have an exploding phone. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's one of the features. That's not a bug, that feature. Yeah. Does not really matter. But I think a removable batteries are still a safer option, even if Samsung phone explodes. That That's just something unique about Samsung. <laughs> you know, like you can have a phone that explodes. <laughs> and I, I would like to be able to remove batteries because then if you're back because often the biggest problem most people have with their phone apart from if they break the screen is that the battery goes and they get a whole new phone because the battery's no good if you could just buy a new battery like you could in the days of you know nokia nokia yeah, supremacy you you'd just buy a new battery off off of, off the web wouldn't you and um right Mm-hmm. And that'd be a lot cheaper and more sustainable for the environment as well. John's sitting there thinking, nope, I'm going to buy a new phone. Anytime. But John I doesn't need be... an excuse to buy a new phone. I've got a question for you, an important question. Uh-huh. Did you set a gesture to Amazon yet? <laughs> you need it. <laughs> no, no, I did not. But you I just say, it. okay, G, open Amazon. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about? Batteries? I had something I was going to say, but I'm on my third drink, so I think it's gone. Yeah, I think that one is gone with your gin tonic or whatever that thing you have back mm-hmm. there, John. Uh, yeah, but we're talking about those batteries. And frankly, I think that the most important thing is the battery because it doesn't matter how beautiful, how great looking your phone is. It doesn't have power to keep that baby rolling i think it's all nonsense but like my british friends will say it's uh what's that word rubbish (laughs) yeah i think i remembered what i was gonna say it's so i think samsung actually if you i mean it's cheaper than buying a new phone but it's still expensive if you pay for a screen replacement they'll actually replace the battery at the same time so even if your screen is not broken you could get a screen replacement and they'll replace the battery for you Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's kind of annoying option. because because you pay for you pretty much pay for both when you don't want it. So yeah, yeah I mean it's it's a bit annoying. I've never had a phone where the battery health has been a problem because I don't change my phones as often as John does, but I change them relatively frequently, and I'm sure the phone I got rid of had slightly less charge than when I bought it, but I've never noticed. Nobody changes their phone as often as John does. <laughs> no, but you know, like I, I do mine 12 to 24 months, and I, the, the battery health really isn't a problem for me anyway. I, I've never gone, oh, no, I really wish I could change the battery in this phone. Mm-hmm. What will happen to the waterproof? How will they maintain That's that? That's true. 
Yeah, that's Austin, true, actually. Austin, the uh, Galaxy S5 was waterproof. It was the first one. So that's no complaint. Uh, I mean, it's no yeah. reason to not give us removable batteries. I think all just... of these are just excuses, like yeah. waterproof. Like, like, well, the headphone jack makes it not waterproof. No, that's not true. It's Having not... a removable battery or an SD card slot makes it not waterproof. No, that's not true because you have a SIM tray, you have a USB port, you have other things that you can waterproof. So that's... It's and just, they're, they're just excuses to remove things or to not mm-hmm. do certain stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And tell me, Austin, when was the last time you took a phone into the pool? You know what I mean? No one yeah, does right. that. I mean, <laughs> look, even even if the phone is waterproof, no one is actually no one wants to risk that. To be honest, I won't risk that. So it's it's just I don't know. I don't think you'd like no one does take their phones to, to water. I well, don't no one so. purposely do it, but what if something spills on the phone? Yeah, but even at this Ooh, point, yeah. even something spills on the phone, uh, frankly, it's not going to get in there b- because it has a battery. Yeah. They'll have seals around it. So that that mm-hmm. is not the problem here. It's The problem is that these companies are just being so greedy. And, and thanks to the European Union, they're getting them to make changes. And I love that. I, I want to see that happen. You can, take the, you can take a phone to water, but you can't make it drink. Thank you very much, Ed. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. Exactly. Let's now move on to that Blind Shell Classic 2 review as brought by John. John, take it away, my man. Hello, John here for the Blind Android Users Podcast, and today I'm going to be doing a Review and demonstration of the Blind Shell Classic 2. And the way I'm going to do it is it's just going to basically be a demonstration, but I'll comment and give thoughts on the features and apps as I get to them. So let's just get started. I'm going to, well, I'll start by saying that there's really no setup to this phone like you would have on a normal Android phone. The first time you power it on, it's just going to go directly to the home screen, and it's up to you to add your contacts, set up your email app, download the apps you want, everything you, you're basically starting from scratch. So the interface when you first turn it on is going to be just like the interface every time you turn it on from that point forward. So I'm going to turn the screen on here. 11.15 a.m. So, the home screen is just a clock. As you can tell, when the screen came on, it just said 11.15. And now there's two basic parts of the UI. One's the main menu, and one is what you could call the status bar or notifications area. So, I'm going to press the top left button, the first action button. No notifications. One of six. And it says no notifications. This is how you'd get to your notifications and other items that would normally be in your Android status bar. And I'll show you what they are. 11.15 a.m. Wednesday, December 28, 2022. Two of six. The clock and date. Wi-Fi state. Connected to. Ghost. Signal strength. 99%. Three of six. The Wi-Fi connection. And if you go in here. Disable Wi-Fi. One of four. Network list. Two of four. Wi-Fi hotspot. Three of four. 
Connect to hidden network. Four of four. Those are your four options from within Wi-Fi. And for some reason, hotspot is in the Wi-Fi section. I think it should be in the mobile data section, but um, either way, this is how you get to it, and it does work. While I'm in this um, part, I'll, I'll tell you that I'm using Cricket, and it did work for me. T-Mobile is the only official supported carrier that I know of, but like I said, it just worked for me. Um, so even though I went on Cricket's app and put in the IMEI to see if it's supported, for both IMEIs for SIM1 and SIM2 on this phone, they told me it was not supported, but it worked perfectly fine for me. You know, I was able to make calls and text messages. Data came through just fine. I even used it as a hotspot and did a speed test from another phone. And that was just fine. I think I got 25 megabits download using the hotspot, which is normal for my uh, plan. So all I can say is your mileage will vary, but it is a GSM unlocked phone. All right, I'm going to turn it back on. Connect to hidden network. Four of four. Wi-Fi state. Connected to. Ghost. Signal strength. 99%. Three of six. So I'm back in this status bar area. I'm going to go down to the next item. Bluetooth. Enabled. No connected devices. Four of six. So this is your Bluetooth section. Turn off Bluetooth. One of three. Scan for devices. Two of three. Paired devices. Three of three. So those are your three options in there. Bluetooth. Enabled. No connected devices. Four of six. Signal strength 100% 4G. Carrier cricket. Mobile data enabled. Data usage 194.80 megabytes. Five of six. So as you can see, that's my signal strength that I'm connected to cricket. It even tells me how much data I've gone through on this phone. Battery state 98%. Six of six. And then there's the battery state. So that that's everything that's in the, what I'm calling the status bar area. You get to it by pressing the top left button on the phone. So to get home, I'm going to go to the home screen. All you do is press and hold the back key from anywhere in the UI. So you could think of that as sort of a home button. 11, 19 a.m. So now from the home screen, you can either press up, down, or enter, and that will put you in the main menu. Call, one of seven. So these are the items in the main menu. Call. Messages, two of seven. Messages. Contacts, three of seven. Contacts. Applications, four of seven. Applications. Settings, five of seven. Settings. Manual, six of seven. Manual. Turn off the phone, seven of seven. And turn off the phone. And while, while I'm in this menu, I'm just going to demonstrate. If you press and hold either the up or down arrows, so I'm going to press and hold the up arrow. Manual, one of seven. It took me to call, which was the first item in the list. If I press and hold the down arrow. Press turn off the phone, seven of seven. It takes me to turn off the phone, which is the last item in the list. So that's a quick way. And you're going to want to remember that because it's very helpful to be able to go to the first item or last item on screen, especially in certain apps when you don't want to have to scroll through the entire thing. Another shortcut is, so I'm just going to press the number five here. Settings, five of seven. And it took me to settings because that was the fifth item in the list. So if you already know what item you want to go to, there's no need to 
press the down arrow a bunch of times. You can just type in the number and it will go directly to that item in the list. And it can be, it doesn't have to be just a single digit number, it can be a double digit number. So that would be especially helpful in a long list. Like if you want to just go to like the 55th item, you could just press five twice and it would take you to that part in the list. Settings, five of seven. So I'm just going to go in settings. That's a good place to start and see what we have here. Sounds, one of 11. Sounds. Profiles, one of seven. Profiles is like your night mode, uh, do not disturb type thing. Volume, two of seven. Volume, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I will say that the volume for the ringtones and um, notifications, you will adjust in here from in the settings. Anytime you use the volume keys on the phone, that's only going to adjust your media volume and your uh, screen reader volume. So if you want to change the volume of the ringtone notification sound, you have to go in the settings to do that. So basically just set it to what you prefer and leave it. Volume, two of seven. Next. Melodies, three of seven. Melodies, this is like your ringtones and um, notification sounds. Voice output, four of seven. Voice output put lets you um, control your screen reader, so. Speech rate, one of seven. Speech rate. Voice variant, two of seven. Voice variant. Language detection, three of seven. Incoming call caller announcement. Four of seven. Let you decide whether you want to have it say the caller when your phone rings or not. Locked keyboard announcement. Five of seven. Whether you want your keyboard to announce that it's locked, I have that disabled. Menu position indication. Six of seven. Self-explanatory. Voice output muting. Seven of seven. Voice output muting. This is basically if you're a low vision user that does not need to have the screen reader. This is the way to disable the screen reader. So you can use this phone without voice output. And I'll, while I'm here, I'll just mention that when you're navigating through these menus, there's either very large icons or very large text and very high contrast. So it's easy for a low vision user to see. For example, when I was scrolling through the main menu, there was just a phone icon it's monochrome because I have my theme set to white on black. So just a, a large phone shape. Then under that, for messages, you know, a large looks like a, an envelope. So easy to see icons and very large text. I've set mine to the largest, so to the point where like some words don't even fit on the screen. Like you'll have half the word on one line and the second half of the word on the next line. So it's very possible to use this phone as a low vision user and not even need the screen reader. Voice output muting, seven of seven. So I'm gonna back out of here. Voice output muting, seven of seven. Voice output, four of seven. Feedback, five of seven. Feedback is basically vibrations and sound effects. Notification reminder, six of seven. Whether you want the notifications to um, Continue beeping more than just the initial time. Sounds. One of eleven. 
Okay, I'll go through the rest of these um, without going in depth, but I'll just go through the settings so you can see what's here. Keyboard, two of 11. Keyboard. Display, three of 11. Networks, four of 11. Favorite applications, five of 11. So favorite applications, I'll just describe this while we're here. Um, whatever you set to favorite applications will go into a list that will show up anytime you press the side key. So there's a phone, there's a button on the right side of the phone. If you press that button, it will bring up uh, your favorite apps. So this is how you would customize that list. Screen reader, six of 11. Screen reader, I'll go in here. It's kind of important. List item announcement, one of two. Grid item announcement, two of two. So basically, just whether you want the list and grid items to be announced or not. Screen reader, 6 of 11. SD card format, 7 of 11. This is where you'd go to format your SD card. Do you really want to format your SD card? All data stored on the card will be lost. Your phone will be restarted after the operation. One of one. So obviously, I'm not going to do that. SD card format, 7 of 11. Date, time and time zone, 8 of 11. Language, 9 of 11. System update, 10 of 11. Here's where you go for a system update. Check for updates. One of two. You can check for updates. Show history of changes. Two or of two. show a history of changes. This is basically a change log. You can see what they added in the updates that you've gotten. Check for updates. One of two. I'm going to back out of here. System update. 10 of 11. About phone. 11 of 11. And then about phone. So that is just a quick overview of the settings. So now I will go back to the main menu. 11.26 a.m. And I will... So before I demonstrate phone calls, I just want to talk about the speed dial and the SOS button <laughs> because that's something I'm not a fan of is the SOS button. So for speed dial, you can set just like you would on any other old-fashioned phone, a number to press and hold of any number on the keypad. And as a quick way to call specific people. And there's also an SOS button on the back, which I don't quite understand because what it does is you can set an emergency contact and when you press and hold the button on the back, for about three seconds, it will pop up on screen saying, are you sure you want to call emergency contact? And you would hit yes. And then that would call the person that you've saved as an emergency contact. And I don't understand the point in that because it's much easier and much faster to just turn on the phone, press and hold a number on the keypad. And you don't have to hold that for three seconds. You only have to hold it for not even a second, and then it just calls them rather than asking you if you're sure you want to call them. So in my opinion, that SOS button is kind of useless. Um, I really wish you could customize it because I like the more buttons, the better, in my opinion. And if you could customize it to open a specific app or something like that, that would be great, but you can't. So this is a quick explanation of that. So I'm going to turn the screen back on. 11.28 a.m. Also, 
so the screen keeps timing out, but if you want to turn off the screen and lock the phone so that any button won't light it back up, you would just press and hold the star and you'll feel a vibration. And so now, no matter what button I press, nothing will happen, except if I press the enter key, it'll tell me the time. 11.28 a.m. And I think if you have notifications, it'll tell you how many notifications you have also, so you don't have to unlock your phone for that. But to unlock it, you would press and hold the star key again at the bottom left. 11.29 a.m. Okay, so I'm just going to hit down. Call, one of seven. Go to calls. Dial contact, one of five. So here are your options. You can dial a contact, so someone you've already have saved. Dial number, dial, five. Dial a number, you just put the number in. Call history, three of five. See your call history. Call statistics, four of five. Blocked numbers, five of five. Statistics and blocked numbers. So I'm going to... Calls, call history, three of five. Dial number, dial contact, we'll go one to of five. Dial contact. And what I'm going to do is... Anthony, one of seven. So I'm going to just hit, I'm going to call myself so it goes to voicemails, so I'm not bothering anyone. But you could type in a letter here, and it'll take you to that point in the conversation. So I'll hit the number six to get an M. M. Me, five of seven. And then I'll just hit uh, enter on that. Dial, one of one. And you have one option, which is to dial. So... I'm going to go ahead and hit it just to show you. Dialing me. So, this is my voicemail. I'm going to um, hit end. And just, I'm just going to describe to you the options once you're in there. So, when you're in a phone call, you can. Turn it on speakerphone. Um, you can record the call, believe it or not, and it saves it to your phone. So that's something that in regular Android is kind of hard to do. You can't do it out of the box. You have to get special apps to do that. But this will let you record your phone calls if you want to. And it will... So I've tested it, and I put it on speakerphone, turned the volume all the way up, and asked the other person on the other end if they could hear the screen reader as I was going through the different options on the phone, and they said they could not hear it. So it does have good cancellation when it comes to that sort of thing. So you shouldn't have to worry about the person on the other end hearing uh, that you're using a screen reader when you're going through the options while you're on a phone call. So Me, five of seven. I'm back out of here. Dial contact. One of five. Call. One of seven. We'll go down to messages. Messages. Two of seven. Write SMS to contact. One of six. So, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to just write myself a message. Actually, I'm just going to show you the options here. Write SMS to number. Two of six. So, same as before. Contact or number. Write SMS to multiple recipients. Three of six. Conversations, four of six. Drafts, five of six. Messaging settings, six of six. So those are the six options in this list. I'm going to go to conversations. 
Drafts. Conversations. Four of six. Conversation with me. One of eight. So here's where you would. Conversation with dad. Two of eight. Conversation with mom. Three of eight. So these are the different um, conversations I have on this phone. Don't have very many because I didn't have my SIM card in here, but for a couple of days. But I'm going to back out of here and just show you how to send a message. So you can do it from in there, but write SMS to multi write SMS to number. Write SMS to contact. I'm gonna do it from here. Anthony, one of seven. Same as before, just send myself something. Me, five of seven. Text. Okay, now I'm gonna describe the text situation here. So if you remember T9 from back in the day, that's how you can type with this keypad. So I'm just going to type, um, this is a test and see how well I do. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done it like this. Capital T. H. G. A. I. G. R. S. Space. This. I. P. P. S. A space T B P Q S T. Okay, so if you ever want the phone to read you what you've typed or read the current item that's selected, you can just press the action button in the top, very top right of the keypad. Well, not the keypad, the very top right button on the phone, right underneath the screen. Text. This is a test. 147 characters remaining to second message. So <laughs> apparently I messed it up. But um, if I wanted to go back and fix that, I'll just explain to you now. S pressing up and down. Yes. We'll go by character. T. But if you press and hold the left action button. Move by word. It'll change the granularity so you can. Visa. Change the words. This. So this. Isa. Isa. So I forgot a space there, so I'll change this back to... Move by character. S. And put a space here. Space. And read it again and see if I got is. it right now. Text. This is a test. 146 characters remaining to second message. Okay, so... That's a little bit about text editing. Um, this button in the bottom right will let you change between... One capital. One capital. That's like I pressed shift. All capital. That's like caps lock. Numbers. Or numbers. So if you just want each button to just put the number that's there, and rather than having to press it either four or five times to get to the number, you can do it like that. Another option is if you press and hold any of the numbers, it will put the number. So like if I pressed and hold the five, it will put the five rather than putting a J. So another thing is if you press and hold the the back key, it will clear all the text. So I'm going to do that. Deleted. So it deleted everything. If you just press it once, it'll delete the one character. Um, so this button, if I press and hold the button on the bottom right. Special characters, one of two. I can get the special characters or emojis. 
Slightly smiling face. One of forty. Winking face. Two of forty. Smiling face. Three of forty. Winking face. Two of forty. I'll just put a winking face and then you just hit enter. Winking face. So that's how you put an emoji in there. Um, I'm gonna delete it. And of course the star to the bottom left is a bunch of special characters. Plus. Percent. Equal sign. Asterisk. Pound. Slash. And also the number one has a bunch of special characters also. So well, what I'm going to do is what, SMS to contact. One of six. is what I most one of seven. mostly do. I'm going to go back M. to send myself. Five of seven. Text. So what I do is I don't even bother typing. I just use the voice input because it uses Google's voice input. So it works really well. Well, so all you have to do is press and hold the key on the side. So I'm going to do that. This is a test period. This is my demonstration of the blind shell classic two period. It uses Google's voice typing. So it actually understands me really well, period. Happy emoji. And then when I'm done, this is a test. This is my demonstration of the blind shell classic two. It uses Google's voice typing. So it actually understands me really well. Smiling face. So the good thing about it is you can hear it vibrating as it's adding the ver words that it recognizes. So, you know, when it stops vibrating, that it's done typing everything out and you can just end the voice dictation by hitting either back or enter at that point. If you don't hit anything, it'll take about three seconds to time out, but I just hit the enter key to end it when I know it's done picking up everything I've said. So now I'm going to hit enter. Send message. One of three. And send the message. Message sent. Write SMS to contact. One of six. So here's a good opportunity to show you how to get to your notifications. So I heard that notification sound. I'm going to press the left action button. One new notification. One of six. I'm going to go in there. Message from me. Zero minutes ago. One of two. I'm going to hit that. Incoming. This is a test. This is my demonstration of the Blind Shell Classic 2. It uses Google's voice typing, so it actually understands me really well. Smiling face. Zero minutes ago. One of ten. Okay, so that is how you would send a text message. So while I'm in this text messaging um, mode, I'm going to tell you something that is my biggest downfall about this phone. And I hope I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but... I tried to find out for sure, and all I could come up with was that this phone does not support MMS. So you have to send SMS messages, meaning you can't send or receive picture messages. I tried to get my wife to send me some pictures, and they didn't come through. But the, the biggest disappointment is not really the picture messages, but the group messaging because group messages are MMS messages also. So if you're involved in any group messaging threads, then they won't come to this phone and you won't be able to participate in group messages. If I'm wrong about it, I'll come back and make a correction at some point. But as far as I can tell, and a couple of people have confirmed that it does not support MMS which is pretty disappointing. So I'm going to go back home. Incoming. 
This is a test. Call. One of seven. And messages. Two of seven. Third thing in the list is contacts. Three of seven. Contacts. Pretty self-explanatory. I won't waste your time with that. You could just go in there, add contacts, give them phone numbers, names, address, all that stuff, email address. Applications. Four of seven. Applications. So let's go in here. Internet browser. One of ten. I'll just go through this list so you can see the categories. Tools. Two of ten. Communication. Three of ten. Media. Four of ten. Books. Five of ten. Games. Six of ten. Vision aids. Seven of ten. Hobby. Eight of ten. Online. Nine of ten. App catalog. Ten of ten. So I'm just going to go to the app catalog. Browse catalog. One of four. Recommended packages. One of four. Search. Two of four. Recently added. Three of four. All packages. Four of four. Loading. All categories. One of twelve. So I'm just going to go through the list of all the apps so you can see what apps are supported on here because it's only, I think, 50-something. Ira Explorer. One of 56. Amazon Alexa. Installed. Two of 56. Amazon Shopping. Three of 56. Audible. Installed. Be My Eyes. Five of 56. Blind Shell Podcast Player. Installed. Six of... Blind Shell Productivity Tools. Installed. Blind Shell Telegram Client. Installed. Blind Shell Vision Aids. Installed. Book Reader. Installed. Calendar. Installed. Camera and Image Viewer. Installed. Card Wallet. 13 of 56. Checklists. 14 of 56. Chess. Installed. 15. COVID Pass EU. 16 of 56. Currency Converter. 17 of 56. Check in Slovak Public Transport. 18 of 50. Dice Roller. 19 of 56. Document Reader. 20 of 56. Email Client. Installed. 21 of 56. FM Radio. Installed. 22 of 56. Facebook Messenger. 23 of 56. File Manager. Installed. 24 of 56. Google Lookout. Installed. Guitar Tuner. Installed. Hangman. 27 of 56. Internet Browser. Installed. Internet Radio. Installed. KDD. 30 of LibriVox. Installed. Light Sensor. Th load Shedding Notifier. Localizer. 34. Mau Mau. 35 of Memory Game. Installed. Metronome. 37 of Music Player. Installed. QR Object Tagging. 39 of SBB Mobile. For SKN. 41. Shazam. Song Recognition. Simon Game. Installed. Skype Light. 44 of Step Counter. 45 of Translator. 46 of BA Connect. 47 of 50. Video Camera and Video Player. 40. Boxy Web. 49 of 56. Weather Forecast. Installed. 50 of 56. WhatsApp. Installed. 51 of 56. Wumpus Game. 52 of 56. YouTube Player. Installed. 53 of 56. DZB Layson. 54 of 56. Toybox. 55 of AOL. 56 of 56. Ira Explorer. 1 of 56. Okay, so we're back to the beginning. So that's the list of apps that are supported on here. I'm just going to back out of here. All categories. All packages. Browse catalog. One of four. App catalog. Ten of ten. Internet browser. One of ten. So I'm just going to go through a few of these apps and show you how they are. So the internet browser, I'm not going to go to a website or anything, but I'm going to go in here. Insert URL or search. One of six. Bookmarks. Two of six. History. Three of six. Settings. Four of six. Downloaded files. Five of six. Help. Six of six. So those are the options you have there. Internet browser. One of ten. Go down tools. to tools. Two Let's see what's in here. Alarm. One of eleven. Calculator. Two of eleven. Calendar. Three of eleven. File manager. Four of eleven. Flashlight. Five of eleven. So I'll just talk about the flashlight for a second. Well, I'll demonstrate it. So. Flashlight on. 
obviously this is for people who have low vision, but the reason I wanted to mention it is because it has a dedicated LED on the top side of the phone that's not the LED for the flashlight, for the um, camera flash. So you can kind of hold it and point your phone where you want it to light up. And while the flashlight is on, you actually can feel a little vibration letting you know that the flashlight's on. So you don't accidentally leave it on. I'm going to back out of here. Flashlight, 5 of 11, minute timer, 6 of 11, notes, 7 of 11, stopwatch, 8 of 11, unit converter, 9 of 11, voice recorder, 10 of 11. Voice recorder, let's test this out. Start recording, 1 of 2. Just so you can get an idea of the quality of the microphone and speaker. Recording. Okay, this is just a test recording during the demonstration of the Blind Shell Classic 2. Recording saved. Start recording. One of two. Records list. Two of two. Recording one SD. December 20th, 2022. 5.14 p.m. One of five. Recorded call SD. December 20th, 2022. Recorded call SD. December 20th, 2022. 5 p.m. Four of five. So these are some calls I've recorded. Recording three SD. December 28th, 2022. 11.46 a.m. Three of five. This is the one I just recorded, so let's play that back. Play. One of five. Okay, this is just a test recording during the demonstration of the Blind Shell Classic 2. Playback finished. Recording okay. 3 SD. December 20 records list. 2 of t voice recorder. 10 of 11. Weather. 11 of 11. So, and then you have a little weather app. Loading. Loading. Current weather in Chesapeake. Temperature, 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear sky. One of six. And then... Tomorrow. Temperature, 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Few clouds. Two of six. Friday. Temperature, 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear sky. Three of six. So, you can just kind of scroll down through the forecast. Weather. 11 of 11. Tools. Two of ten. Let's go to the next category. Communication. Three of ten. Email. One of three. So... I won't go into any of these, but I did use email and I signed in with my Gmail account. Didn't have any issues with it really. The only thing I noticed is it doesn't support threads as far as I could tell. So, um, you know, you just have to go through your messages one by one in the order they were received. Telegram, two of three. Telegram. Um, I used that. I'll just go in here. Chats. One of five. Contacts. Groups. Three of five. Search. Four of five. Groups. Three of five. Let's go in groups. Groups list. One of two. Look. Blind Android users chat. One of three. So let's go Open see chat. what's one of five. going on in here. Loading. Incoming. Reply. Devin Prater. Yeah, you have to disable speech in order to use Bixby with Google Talkback. 8.49 a.m. One of 12. So this obviously does not support topics. So it's just going to give you a list of all the different um, messages that have come into the group. And whatever you re reply to is going to be in that category or in that topic where it was posted. Open chat. Blind Android users groups list. Groups. Telegram. Two of three. Communication. Three of ten. So. I'm going to go back into communication. One of three. 
So the way you do navigation on here is that you have to back out of everything you're in or you press and hold the back key to go to the home screen. So there's no like app switching type mechanism. Whatever app you're in is open. And if you leave it, it's no longer open. So for a lot of these, like if you're listening to music or something, you have to stay in that app. There are some exceptions, but for the most part, that's how it works. Let's see what else is in here. Telegram, two of three. WhatsApp, three of three. WhatsApp, I did not try. Email, one of three. Telegram, two of three. So there's also like, um, you can download Facebook Messenger if you want to, and a few others. We already went through the three list. Of 10. Media, four of 10. Let's go to media. Audible, one of nine. Let's go to Audible. So, this is actually the audible. full audible. Quiet Street opening credits. Selected. Title on a quiet street. Opening credits. This there are seven hours, 42 minutes left at 1.45 speed left. Double tap to open the player. So, I'm going to open the player. On a quiet street. Minimize player. Car mode. More options. So, this is the full audible app. On a quiet street. You have all the controls, like you can adjust the speed of the playback and everything. 513. There are seven hours, 42 minutes left at 1.45 speed. Seven I, hours, 42 minutes left, 1.45x. I won't play. Minus 1247. One, one year later, page, five minutes on a quiet street, opening credits, audible, one of nine. All right, so I backed out of audible. I won't play any of the book, but I'll just tell you, it works great. Um, that's one of the apps where you can leave the app and continue to listen. You can turn off your phone screen, continue to listen, and it works flawlessly with Bluetooth. Um, Overall, this works great with Bluetooth. I tried it with a few pairs of earbuds, and they all worked great. The controls on them worked, so you can skip through tracks or skip backwards, pause, resume, all those controls from your Bluetooth device. So that works great. Audible, one of nine. See what camera, else. Two of nine. Now for the camera, you are able to take photos and leave a voice note with each photo. So as you take the picture... You'll hear a beep and you can say, like, this is a picture of my living room or whatever it is. And it'll actually save that voice note with the picture so you can keep track of which picture is which. FM radio, three of nine. Now for the FM radio, let's see if I can demonstrate this. I'm going to have to plug in headphones for this and... This is not the most professional approach, but, but I'm just going to hold one of the earbuds up to the mic and see if this comes through. Hopefully it does. Let's see. So, we go to FM radio. So those were just me going through the stations. You can save a, a station to your favorites or change it from manual, change it from automatic tuning to manual tuning so that it doesn't skip over the week stations. 
or you can manually enter the frequency you want. So I'm going to back out of that and take these headphones out. Images, four of nine. So here's where you'd go to see the pictures you've taken with your camera or have stored on the device. Internet radio, five of nine. This is similar to FM radio, but it, it, you get more than just local stations and it uses your internet connection, so you don't have to use headphones with this. I'll just do a Resume quick playback. demo. One of seven, popular stations. Two of seven. Just go to popular stations. Loading. 0.97750s, 60s hits. One of 101. Playing. 0.97750s, 60s hits. One of 101. Playing. 0.97770s rock. You and me. Playing. 0.97780s hits. Three of 101. Playing. 0.977 alternative. Four of 0.977 alternative. Popular stations. Two of seven. So as you can see, it's very responsive. I mean, it tunes these internet stations just as fast as you would tune a regular station, pretty much. So that's a, a great app. Internet radio, five of nine. Let's see what else is in music here. Music player, six of nine. Music player for playing music you have saved on your phone. Podcast player, seven of nine. Podcast player. Recent episodes, one of five. So this should be just a list of all the recent episodes, no matter what the podcast is. Loading. I've subscribed to a few, so this... Short stuff. Mesa's flat. Stuff you should know. December 28, 2022. Yes. One of 100. So I'm just going to play this for a second. Loading. All those points and miles on every subject. So, just <laughs> to demonstrate. Details. So, to pause, you would just um, hit the enter key and it brings up a menu and pauses it. And, you know, I skipped the ads at the beginning by just pressing the down arrow. So that will scrub through the podcast if you want to go forward or backwards, pressing the up and down arrows. So, um, stop. I'm going to back out of Short it. Short stuff. Mesa's flat. Recent episodes. One of five. So that... Recent episodes was the first thing. Subscribe podcasts. Two of five. All your subscriptions. History. Three of five. Add podcasts. Four of five. Downloads. Five of five. So this is what you actually have saved on your phone. Add podcasts. Four of five. Just going to show you how to add one real quick. Popular in your country. One of four. Choose a country. Two of four. Search. Three of four. Search. Blind Android users. Blind Android users. Loading. Blind Android users podcast. One of one. Loading. Add to subscriptions. One of three. Podcast added. Remove from subscriptions. One of three. So that's how easy it is to add a new podcast to your subscriptions. I'm going to back out of here. Blind Android search. Add podcasts. Podcast player. Seven of nine. Shazam. Song recognition. Eight of nine. Shazam, this is something you can use to, um, if a song's playing in the background, do you want to know what it is? This app will find that for you. YouTube, nine of nine. YouTube, that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I don't feel like I have to demonstrate that. It works really well. I will go into it. Search, one of five. Just to show you the options. So you can search. History, two of five. Favorites, three of five. Categories, four of five. Settings, 
five of five. So you don't have to sign into it or anything. You can search for um, whatever video or channel you want to, and it plays pretty well. YouTube, nine of nine. Let's go to the next category. Media, four of books, five of ten. Books. Book reader, one of two. So I'm going to go in book reader. Last book, one of three. Books list, two of three. Books list. Sun also rises. Hemingway, Ernest, one of two. So this is something I downloaded from LibriVox, which is all um, public domain books uh, where volunteers read them. So I'm going to go ahead and play that. Loading. Read from the beginning. One of five. Book one, chapter one of The Sun Also Rises. This is a LibriVox Arises mission. So, right. so to the chapter one. You could skip through it Robert like this. Cohn was he cared to be treated as a Jew, and he never fought except in the gym. He was Spider Kelly's star. So, Paused. Sunnels Arises. Continue reading. One of six. That's just a demonstration of the book player. Sun Also Rises. Books list. Two of three. Book reader. One of two. LibriVox. Two of two. This is where you would go to find the books to download books five of ten next category games six of ten i'm gonna skip over games vision aids seven of ten vision aids i won't use any of them but beepers one of six color indicator two of six google lookout three of six google lookout works just as expected i won't demonstrate it but it works just as you would think it would localization four of six magnifying glass five of six this is if you're low vision and you just want to read something, you can use the, your screen to magnify it. NFC object tagging. Six of six. This is how to use the NFC tags that came with the phone to um, label different uh, objects, you know, whether it be medicine, food, anything you need to keep track of, really. Vision aids. Seven of ten. Hobby. Eight of ten. Hobby. Guitar tuner. One of one. So I, I did use this guitar tuner app. It's it's kind of cool. I thought at first it would just play a tune and then you'd have to match it, but it actually gives you a tone to let you know for each string whether you need to tighten it or loosen it. So that's a good little app. Hobby, 8 of 10. Online, 9 of 10. Online. I, I think this just has Amazon A word in it. Amazon Alexa, 1 of 1. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but of course the screen reader said it. So the good thing about this app is once you have it set up, it's like you can do so much more with your phone, even if the app's not on the phone. So for example, I could tell Amazon from this app, play Spot play something on Spotify or Pandora or TuneIn. You know, anything you have linked to Amazon A Word will play on here and it works with your bluetooth headphones controls and everything you can skip through podcasts skip tracks of songs stuff like that so it actually it's like one app that adds a whole bunch of functionality so that's good amazon alexa one of one online nine of ten app catalog ten of ten and then the app catalog is at the bottom so that's just a quick demonstration of some of the apps on here and um my back out applications four of seven Settings, five of seven. We already went through the settings. Manual, six of seven. The manual was actually very helpful. You can learn 
all kinds of stuff about this phone from in here. So if you are considering this phone, definitely go in here and read this first. You'll learn a lot more than you would from just listening to this demonstration. Turn off the phone. Seven of seven. And here's where you would turn off the phone. You just hit enter. Do you want to turn off the phone? One of one. But I don't, so I'm going to hit back. Turn off the phone. Seven of seven. So one other thing I wanted to demonstrate. This is something that kind of bothers me, is that... So there's this side key on here, which you can use for voice commands to call certain people, open certain apps, text people. And it works really well, but this is how it works. So I'm just going to use it to... Um, open an app. So I'll use it to open Audible. I listen after a beep. Open Audible. Opening Audible. So see, it worked fine. But the problem is, it says I listen after a beep every Audible. every Audible time. Audible. Opening credits. Selected. Twelve sixteen p.m. I'm gonna go back to the home screen. So it says I listen after a beep every time you press it, and there's no way that I've found to disable that. Um, so, kind of just a little pet peeve of mine. It could be so much better, but I'm glad the functionality is there. Another thing that I couldn't figure out how to do is to um, disable notifications from specific apps. But I think the way you have to do it is to go into the app settings and just disable it from running in the background, which is what I had to do with Telegram because I was getting notifications from every single group, which was a lot. So I just went into Telegram settings and disabled it from running in the background, which I think saved battery life also. And speaking of battery life, it's, I mean, this phone lasts a long time. I had one day where it lost like 40% overnight, which was horrible, but something was wrong. That was an anomaly. It hasn't done that since then. Um, this phone would last days. So battery life is not an issue. And just oh, my overall thoughts about it. I would not use this as my primary phone. I don't think any advanced Android user would, but it's still a great phone. And... I know a lot of people would really enjoy having this as their phone. As long as some of the shortcomings that I've mentioned in this recording didn't bother them too much. So that was a general, very <laughs> lengthy <laughs> overview and demonstration of the Blind Shell Classic 2. Thank you for listening. Thanks for that, John. Um, we want to thank the guys from Blind Shell USA for allowing us to review this phone. And we've talked about this phone, you know, a lot of times, and it does have its place, doesn't it? There are people among us, some of our brethren, blind brethren, that will never be able to adapt to the touchscreen phones. And so having something like this kind of fills that gap, doesn't it, guys? Yeah, I think it does. And I mean... It's meant for blind and low vision people, but I could see, like, I can think of two people off the top of my head that I know that just hate smartphones and held on to their flip phones for the longest time that would just prefer a phone like this. And you can disable the screen reader if you want to. So it, it definitely has a place.
So, so uh, Beavis and Butthead, do you think they, they'd go for it, John? Most likely, yes. Mm-hmm. At least you can like use all the apps, diagram, whatever. Because I know people as well who don't like to, don't prefer to use like touch screens, or at least they don't. But at the same time, they cannot actually get used to it. So I feel like it's given them a great opportunity um, to, you know, you know, to be able to use everything that we use right now. That's cool. Yeah, the apps are. Um... It's got a limited amount of apps. I think they're up to, you know, just in the week I had it, they added four apps. So it started out with 52 and then now it's up to 56. So it's a very limited amount of apps. But, you know, they ensure that these apps are going to work with the screen reader. They're going to work without having to interface with the screen. So basically the navigation is just an up button and a down button, a back button and a select button. So they have to make sure the apps work with that. So it keeps the interface pretty simple and you can still get a lot out of these apps, especially, and I mentioned this in the demo, but the Alexa app is like multiple apps because any service you have tied to that, you know, you can just say the wake word and say, you know, play this on Spotify or tune in or, you know, anything you have linked to it and it'll play it on your phone. So that's actually nice. Yeah, the the strangest compromise I think they made, and you know, we, we can all we can all uh, say it should do certain stuff, and and we're probably guilty of wanting what are meant to be feature frames to do more than they should. But but what I find really odd is that it doesn't have a selfie camera. Yeah, like especially if you're low vision, right, and you're on a WhatsApp call. What are you doing? You're looking at your back of the phone. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, I, I see. Like, what I didn't even try that. Oh. What you mean? Uh, it, there's so no, it, there's no selfie camera on that phone. Yeah. So, in other that's words, weird. all you can do is make audio calls. You know, say no, no, you no, 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 you, can make, you can make video calls, but you're looking at the back of the phone. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or so, uh, like, let's hope you don't. You, you let's hope you don't make, make a video call from the bathroom, or you might have something else to do. But you can't see anybody else if you're low. You can't see anybody else if you're low vision, can you? Like, because no. for them to see true. you, you turn it around. That's what I mean. It's like you're right. That's uh, true. I'm like, why doesn't it have a selfie camera? That's true. At least they could have like put in like a you know not a huge ass specs selfie camera. At least just mm-hmm. just what them are like just a one megapixel. Hey, if, yeah, even exactly. if it's just a two megapixels or one <laughs> yeah, megapixel, yeah, that will still cut it. But you know, you know, yeah. they may be saving this for the uh version three or whatever yep. there's always room for improvement well that that that, that really new innovation front facing <laughs> camera we're saving it for the next version are we like cutting we edge can you imagine okay. you're printing the camera wow yeah i mean i, I like i like the blind I, I like a lot about the blind shell the fact that you know nothing can ever break because there's no danger of installing an inaccessible app but like hardware, Let, let's get the hardware right, shall we, folks? They yeah, do my... have a removable battery, don't they? They do. Yes, they do. That's, and they you can buy a new right, battery then. for $30, I think, maybe $35. So it's not too bad. You can have an extra or you can replace it whenever you well, want. Well, you see, this is the thing I used to love with my Nokia phone. I could, I could have a spare battery in my bag. So mm-hmm. even if there wasn't a PowerPoint nearby, and it was, you know, I, I could swap batteries over. But they used to like last two weeks. I have a long it was. Yeah, you know, this not when, this I, not when I used them, they didn't. 
<laughs> this actually lasts oh man i'd say at least three or four days you That's might good. be able to get a week out of it yeah so wow battery life is think, definitely not an issue i think the only gripe i have about this phone or maybe one of the gripes i should say is the fact that it only has that 16 gig at least they should have made it a 32 if you ask me uh, most especially yeah. if you're going to be adding more apps and, and things like that. Uh, it should at least 32, not 16 gig. Yeah, I will say... a memory card slot. Yeah, it does have yeah. a memory card slot. And I will say that I it didn't end up being as much of an issue as I thought it was going to be because most everything is automatically saved to the SD card. So if you take pictures, if you download audiobooks, uh, that kind of stuff, it goes to the SD card if you have one installed. Yeah, but what if so, you don't have one? That's the point. You need one. You you definitely need one. With you definitely one. need one. Yeah, because but I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Unless like, you unless you literally just text and phone people on it, then you would. Yeah, and so mm, that is what fine. some people will do. So a question you know. though: the apps like Telegram. I don't know if they have Facebook or whatever. Are they light? Like the light version of them? So they are a custom version of them. So it's not like. So, for example, it obviously doesn't support topics yet. Um, mm -hmm. But and the way you sort of reply and to certain groups or certain people, it's different, you know, and how you leave voice messages is different. So it's a very customized experience. So, you know, it kind of reminds me. What's that app? Do you guys remember there was an app that you could control with just swiping in four directions and it had telegram. Yes, exactly. Box it reminds mate. me of the box mate interface. It's kind of limited, but you can still do everything with it. I see what you mean. Yeah. What about, could you, could you connect peripherals like a braille display or a Bluetooth keyboard? Keyboard. Yes. That? I don't know. I don't have a braille display, so I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I would imagine. I'm pretty sure Diane said you couldn't when we okay. had her on. I think. Yes, you did say that. Her. Yeah. yeah. It, right but now, I think they want to bring it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. It's, yeah, it does. So it does work with keyboard. It doesn't actually. The keyboard you have to plug in. I think it doesn't even work with Bluetooth keyboards, but it, it does work great with uh, Bluetooth headphones. Like I use my AirPods on it, and they work perfectly fine. All the controls worked and everything, and it was very I, responsive. I'm... No lag or anything. I'm a bit puzzled that it had up and down joystick, but not left and right as well. That's a bit weird to me. Yeah. It, I, I, you know, once I got used well, to it. Well, the reason is because everything is arranged in a vertical order. You don't yeah. have, it's not a grid. So it's either up or down. Yeah. So it makes sense. There was no so need for the, a left, right. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like if you press the down arrow, it's like you're swiping right with talkback. If you press the up arrow, it's like you're swiping left with talkback. So the, the reason is because things become immeasurably more complicated. Like you'll end up in a different column and can't find stuff. And if you think it's supposed to be for someone fairly basic, or you know, yeah, market, you want I'm you just want to. Thinking if you've got a list of fifty different apps, though, that mm -hmm. could be a bit annoying. Yeah, the yeah, good thing yeah. is you can... You if can you see the numbers, can't you? Like 44. Yeah, exactly. If you use the number oh, pad, it'll take okay, you to that so point. so you can the remember list. them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's or, brilliant. That's, that reminds me of uh, Nokia. 
But even if you can't remember them, like get somewhere close, like you know, yeah, go just guess. Dicks, mm-hmm. You know, you'll be eight out or whatever. Oh, so it won't in... actually open that thing. It'll just take you to there in the list. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it's not too bad of a concept. I think it's. Oh, a well, that's great good then. If you could, if you have that it. as another quick way to do it, that's that's really yeah. good. My biggest uh, disappointment in it was, you know, overall I love the phone. I think it's great for certain people that aren't advanced Android users, but I was disappointed to find out it does and surprised to find out it does not support MMS. So you can't send or receive picture messages and you cannot send or receive group text messages. Thank goodness for that. I'm going to buy it just for that bloody reason. I don't want to receive <laughs> Right, pain in the ass. Now, the selfie camera is a problem, but I don't. I, I hate group messages. Like, absolutely stop it. Everybody. I'm hoping that's something that can be. Groups. I'm hoping that's something that can be fixed with a software update. Obviously, the camera can't, but maybe the I, I MMS situation. Please don't fix it. <laughs> Let's now move on to the next segment, and this time we're talking about the iSTEM app, and that's a quick overview of the iSTEM app. We had Suno last week talking about it, and this week. We're demonstrating that app, the iSTEM app. Hi, this is Warren Carr from Blind Android Users Podcast. For episode 108, App of the Week, I am demonstrating an app whose one of its developers we had on our podcast last week by the name of Sunil Charya. Today, I'll be demonstrating the app, and that's the iSTEM app. For today's demonstration, I am using the Galaxy S21 running Android 12 and Samsung's TalkBack version 13.5. I am on my home screen and will now navigate to the iSTEM icon and get started. iSTEM app. Here is the iSTEM app. I'll double tap here to activate. Opening iSTEM app. iSTEM app. Select theme screen. iSTEM. Heading, out of pager. The first thing we heard was the iSTEM heading, and prior to that, I thought we heard about something talking about selection of theme, but I'll put my finger near the top. iSTEM, heading. Putting my finger near the top, we heard iSTEM heading. Below that, we've got... Choose a theme. Choose a theme. In other words, if you wanted a light background, or however you want it, you have radio buttons below here to select the kind of theme that you would like. We've got radio button, default theme, selected. We have default theme, and that's the one that's selected by default. Radio button, white background with black text. White background with black text, that is not selected. Radio button, black background with white text. We've got black background with white text. Use default and continue button. Then we have the use default and continue. Theme preview. Below that, we have something that says theme preview. Tapping on that doesn't do anything. It's just like a placeholder there that has no use at this point. However, I think it's simply making reference to what is being selected. Let's now tap on use default and continue button. 
I'll tap use default and continue. Welcome to about iSTEM. We heard welcome and then it says about iSTEM. I'll put my finger near the top and we'll go from here toward the bottom. About iSTEM. At the very top, we hear about iSTEM. Skip tour button. To the right of that, on the top right corner, we have the skip the tour. I'm going to run through the tour quickly so that you know what is coming up. At iSTEM, our vision is to empower people with disabilities using technology, community, and support services. And below that, toward the bottom, we got get started button. Get started. I'll tap quick OCR. The first item or the first page of the tutorial that we come across is the quick OCR. Our quick OCR service helps the blind or visually impaired convert hard copies of bills or papers to accessible formats easily. And some more text. RAI guides you with the correct orientation to take better photos. This service extracts text from images without any formatting. And next, step two of seven. We could go to step two of seven. Next, button. And we tap on next. Now, if you want to swipe from right to left to go to the next page, it's not going to do it. So you must tap on that next. Here we go. Document accessibility. The next tutorial is about the document accessibility. I'm putting my finger down. Document accessibility service helps the blind or visually impaired convert a complex inaccessible document to accessible formats. We support tag tables, lists, headings, math expressions, and much more. Step 3 of 7. This is now step 3, and we'll tap on next. Next button. Captioning. Now we are on to captioning, and again, here's a description. Captioning service helps the deaf or hard of hearing get accurate captions on an audio or video. Step 4 of 7. Step 4, go next. Next, but video OCR. Now we are on to something important here, most especially sometimes you're on YouTube and you got some tutorial that has no voicing and you'll have to be able to read the text. This is where this will come in very handy. Let's hear the description. Video OCR service helps the blind or visually impaired to access text content in videos such as a shared slide deck in a virtual lecture. RAI smartly detects text changes in videos. Step 5 of 7. Next, button. And let's tap on next. Learning resources. The next item here is the learning resources. As I indicated last week when we had Suno, they have some other items here besides just uh, the OCR and all of that. So here's the description. Our learning resources help everyone to upskill themselves with current accessibility trends and tutorials. We help you stay updated and learn more about career and growth opportunities. Step 6 of 7. And the next step. Next. Personalization. We now come to personalization. You can personalize the iSTEM app as per your preferences from the settings section under the profile tab. Choose between different visual themes, change sound feedback, and more. Okay. Step 7 of 7. 
Step 707 and below that, Done button. We have the Done button. I'll tab here to say I'm done. iSTEM logo. We hear iSTEM logo on the next page and putting my finger down. Create new account or log in to continue. Heading. We have a heading that says to either create a new account or go ahead and log in. Below that we've got Sign up with email button. You could sign up with your email address. Sign up with Google button. You could sign up with Google or Already have an account. If you already have an account, then below that is the Login button. Login button. I already have an account, so I'll tap here to login. Logins, user at email.com, edit box. Now we're on an edit field for me to type in my email address, and I hope that my autofill works this time right, and I'll tap here. User at email.com. Showing English, US, QWERTY, keyboard. Showing Gboard. It sure pops up my autofill. iSTEM app. Warcare at gmail.com. And now, password. I'm going to tap on login. Login. iSTEM logo. We are now on this page after logging in. And the first thing we heard is iSTEM logo. Below that, we've got Doc Services heading. Doc Services. And that's the heading. And below that, Document Accessibility heading. We have the Document Accessibility heading and going down. Convert New Document button. Convert New Document. In other words, you could choose a document to be converted. Below that, we've got Document Accessibility Request History button. Document Accessibility Request History. That is, if you've uploaded some documents that you wanted made accessible, you could tap here to see the history of such documents that you've made requests for. Next. Document Accessibility How It Works button. And we have the How It Works. If you tap here, it will take you through a tutorial on how that works. Next. Quick OCR heading. We now come across a heading that says Quick OCR, and below that we've got Camera button. The camera button, meaning if we tap here, then we will be involved in capturing a document. Below that we've got Gallery button. Gallery. In other words, if you have some images in your gallery and you wanted to convert them into an accessible document or want them recognized, then you will tap here and go choose such a document. Below that, we've got Quick OCR Request History button. Quick OCR Request History, meaning if you tab here, you could see the history of the documents that you've sent up there for OCR. Below that, Quick OCR How It Works button. The How It Works tutorial of the OCR package. That was the last item, but then at the bottom, we've got some four tabs. Starting from the bottom left, we've got Tab, Docs, Selected. We've got the Docs document and to the right of that Tab, Media. Media, all those media requests that you've made will be under this tab. The next tab to the right Tab, Resources. We got resources, and like I mentioned last week, they have other tutorials and all of that. Tapping on this will take you to where you could access those tutorials and other helpful 
links, and things like that. The last item here will be the Profile tab. Tab. Profile. And that also contains the settings. Let's go ahead and tap here and quickly go into this one because probably this is one of those important areas. And I'll tap here to go through. Profile. Selected. Tapping on Profile, I'm going to go through the items that I've found here and moving my finger down, here are the items that we encounter in the Profile tab. iSTEM logo. We hear iSTEM logo, moving my finger down. Profile. Heading. Profile heading. War and car. Keep going. Warcare at gmail. Credits. 2493. And it tells me how many credits are left. It gives you 2500 by default. And I have 2493. That means I've used some seven. Below that. Profile. Button. Profile button. Other preferences. Heading. Then we have a heading that says other preferences. And going, we got change theme button. I could tab here to change my theme if I'm unhappy with the kind of theme that I currently have. Notification preferences button. And how you want to be notified. Next. About. Heading. The next heading here is the about. And moving my finger down. Rate us button. You could tap here to rate them on the Play Store. And below that we got privacy policy button. Privacy policy. Keep going. Terms and conditions button. Terms and conditions is next. And support button. Support. What's new in installed update button. What's new in the installed update. You could tap here to see what's new. And log out button. We have the log out or app version v1 1.0. Now that we're done, I'm going to tap on the Docs tab, and that's the first one at the bottom left. Tab, Docs. Docs, selected. And now, let's go ahead now and navigate our way to the OCR and tap on that camera button. Quick OCR, camera, button. Here is that camera. I'll tap on that. Select back, button. Tapping on that, we've started hearing it saying select the mode and then we heard back which is at the top left corner moving my finger to the right we have the select mode select mode heading we got a couple modes the first one we got is guided capture beta button the guided capture which means it will give you guidance as you try to take the picture and remember this is still in beta so it may be a little bit frustrating the next one below that is Manual Capture button. The Manual Capture. I will now show you both methods and see which one works better for you. I'll move my finger to the top and tap on Guided Mode. Guided Capture beta button. I'll tap here. Permission Request. Allow iSTEM app to take pictures and record video. Allow iSTEM app to take pictures and record video. And I'm going to tell it to allow while using the app button. I'll choose while using the app. Tap here. Camera initialized. iSTEM app back button. And it Move tells towards me bottom. Cam cameras bottom. initialized. Edge now I'm visible. going to point it. All I'm edges going to get detected. up and point Hold it steady. at my. Move to top right. No edges found. No edges found. 
Only top. Edge visible. Only top. Edge visible. Only bottom. Edge visible. Taking snapshot. Preview image screen. As you can tell, it takes a little while to get it going. And of course, it's still in beta. And so that is expected. And near the top, we hear... Preview image. Heading. Preview image. Heading. And now toward the very bottom, we've got a couple horizontal buttons. The first one is retake button. Retake if you're not happy with the result. And below that we have get results button. Get results. So if I tap here, it should give me the result of the captured document. I'll now tap back button. We heard that sound. And now I'm going to put my finger near the top of the screen. Text results heading. We hear text result heading. And moving my finger down. For episode 108, I will be demonstrating. I, STEM, an app, was our guest for episode 107. And that was it. I can tell you, though, that there were a couple words that were missing. And the couple words missing there was the name of the developer or one of the developers, which is Sunil Chadria. And that got skipped. And it could be because I don't have the um, Indian TTS running. So that might be the reason why it skipped that uh, word. And that's the uh, guided mode. I'll now go back and let's try the second mode, which is the manual mode. iSTEM logo. Now let's go ahead and tap on the manual capture. Manual Capture button. Here is Manual Capture. Capture in back button. Tapping on Manual Capture. I'm standing up now, so if you're not hearing my voice uh, loud enough, it's because I'm standing up. And I'm going to put my finger to hear the instructions that we got after tapping on the Manual Capture. Capture Image Heading. Take picture button. We heard take picture button and that's found toward the very bottom. I'll now point it onto the paper and tap and hope for the best. Preview back button. I'm sitting down and we heard the sound of the camera shatter. Now I'll put my finger near the top. Preview image heading. We heard preview heading just like we heard when we used the guided mode. And now below here we have those two horizontal buttons again. The first one is that retake. Retake button. And the one below that is get results. I'll tap on the get results. Get results button. And I'll tap. Back button. And now putting my finger near the very top, I hear text results screen, text results heading. I hear text results heading and moving my finger down. Hello and welcome to episode 108, app of the week. For episode 108, I will be demonstrating I, STEM, an app who's one of its developers, Sunil Chowdhury, was our guest for episode 107. Aha, uh -huh. this one actually read the name of the developer.
unlike in the guided mode, which is still in beta, it didn't. That will be the end of this quick overview of the ISTEM app. I hope that those of you who are students of sciences or math would find this app to be the one that serves your need. If you want to hear more about this app and what it does, make reference to our last week's episode, that's episode 107, when we had Sunil Chari talking about the app. Again, thanks for listening. That is the demonstration for ISTEM. For a fairly incompetent blind fellow, I was surprised that you were able to get better results on the manual pointy, shooty paper machine than with the guided auto helping you point it at the paper. You know, that was something. And to be honest, because that thing is still in beta, the guided mode, it's not good right now. Um, yeah, you're correct. Uh, it, I was but it's surprised. Not, it's not good. Like, it's actively worse. Yes. Like, you, you, was... did, you did a better job. Like, it's like, <laughs> it not to be very good. But, like, it, it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's uh, deleterious, isn't it? It it was. And to be honest, I was surprised, though, that I actually captured the thing good with the uh, manual mode um, without any guidance. And it, it just came out nice and clean. But the guided mode, I think they've got their work uh, cut out for them there. It needs to be um, a fix because it, it can be very time consuming. And most people will say, you know, forget this. I'll just use the manual mode. Did you think it was more time-consuming than any of the other guided modes on other? Oh apps? yeah, a- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, no question, no question. In closing the episode today, we have a tip of the week from John, and we're talking about separating sounds when using your Samsung phone. And here's that tip of the week from John. Hi, John here. And today I'm going to show you how to use separate app sounds or separate app sounds, however you want to say it. It's a feature on most Samsung phones. So what it does is it lets you put your screen reader back on your phone when you're streaming media to a Bluetooth speaker. That's not its main purpose, but it works for that. So I'm going to show you how to do it. So I'm in the main settings screen now. You're going to go to sound and vibration sounds and vibration sound mode ringtone sounds and vibration then near the bottom sound quality and effects separate app sound play media sound from one app on a different audio device that's what you want separate app sound so play media sound from apps you select on a separate audio device turn on now off switch i'm gonna turn it on select app and audio device cancel button Select button. I'm going to hit select. Separate app sound. Now this gives you a list of some audio apps here. And I'm just going to... Not, not check. Checkbox. YouTube advanced. I'm going to turn on YouTube advanced. Not check. Checkbox. Not check. Checkbox. YouTube advanced. And let's see if that's Add checked. App. Check. Checkbox. Okay, YouTube so advanced. That's checked now. If the apps... So what I would do is any apps you're going to be streaming music to your Bluetooth speaker... I would add them to this list and check them. If they're not in this list, you just go to add apps. add apps at the bottom. 
and it'll add, you can look at your list of all your apps and then add them to this list. And once they're in this list, you can check them. So I have YouTube Advanced checked. I'm going to back out. Navigate up button. And on this screen. Audio device. Select the audio device you want to use for the apps you selected. Not selected. Phone. Selected. Bluetooth device. No connected devices. So you're going to want to select Bluetooth device here. So I'm going to back out. App. YouTube Advanced. So I have... Let's see what I have here. Play media sound from apps you select on a separate audio device. Turn on now. On. Switch. So it's on. App. YouTube Advanced. My app I have as YouTube Advanced. Audio device. Bluetooth device. An audio device is Bluetooth device. But I'm going to turn it off. Turn on now. On. Switch. Because I'm not using Bluetooth right now. So, um, what you're going to want to do is, I have, um, let's oh, see. Recent apps. YouTube advanced. YouTube advanced. Yeah, here's an episode of the podcast. Play video player. Play video. Button. Just going to play it. Fast forward 10 seconds. Button. Hello and welcome to episode 105. And now I'm going to turn on my Bluetooth speaker. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Fee Dunn, Doug Cameron, John Dyer and Warren Carr. And we are coming to you on Saturday, December the 10th, 2022. connected now. On this episode we have our... So I'm just going to pause it for now. So as you can see, or Blind Android here, users podcast episode 105, Android 13 QPR one exits beta, CSR, and more, 25 views seven days ago. I don't know if you can tell or not, but the screen reader is coming through the Bluetooth speaker right now, which is not what I want. So I'm going to go back to the settings where I was. Recent apps. Separate app sound. Navigate up. Button. Turn on now. Off. Switch. I'm going to turn it on. And now that it's on, there should be, if I bring down notifications, notification 12.51 p.m. Okay, button. Collapsed. Change, oh, collapsed. Change main audio output device. 12.51 p.m. The audio device you selected to separate sound for certain apps, JBL Flip 4, is the same as your main audio device. Change your main audio device to this phone to separate sound for these apps. So when I double tap on this. Collapsed. Separate app sound. Turn on now. On. Switch. I don't know if you can tell the difference or not, but it is now coming through the phone speaker again. Play media. Turn on now. On. So I'm going to play the media. And that should continue coming through the speaker. Let's go back to oh, it. It's not playing with the shortcut. YouTube advanced. Video player. Play video. Button. I'm going to hit play. Fast forward 10 seconds. Uh, Button. We're going to talk okay, so, about the um, as you can the, tell the next video, the platform release that dropped seconds, this month. We're going to have a so I pause it again, but um, now the music or whatever media you're listening to is coming through your Bluetooth connected speaker or e even headphones if you want to do it that way for some reason. But I think this mostly applies to speakers and the um, screen reader, which is TalkBack is coming through the phone speakers. So that was just a quick demonstration and I hope that helps. Thank you so much for that one, John. And now let's bring it to a close. That is bringing this episode to a close. And Austin is standing by on giving you 
that info on how to contact us. Austin, wake up, my boy. So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Thank you so much, Austin. And with that, we conclude 2022. This is the last episode of 2022, and we welcome you to the new year. From me is goodbye. Happy, Happy new, new Year, year everybody. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Drink one happy on my behalf, friends. guys. Bye, everyone. Have a safe and happy new year. It's like it's like safe <laughs> new years, Austin. We want happy, drunken, smashed. I talk, I talked over you, but say it again, Austin. Sorry, yeah. Okay, everyone. Uh, bye and have a very happy and safe new year. No, we don't want safe new years, Austin. We want risk taking. There's no way to celebrate. Very, very drunken New Year. Why are you so miserable, Austin? Why are you so miserable? You know what? Just take it again. Just smile to the camera. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, hang on. Uh, But not the front-facing camera on the Blind Show Classic scene. Yeah, not that one. You can't smile at that camera. Hang on. Uh, So, Austin, Miriam wants you you to retake it. So, could you do that for the young lady? Yeah, smile for me, please. Let's do it. Okay, everyone. Have a very happy New Year. Bye, everyone. And uh, take a lot of risks on New Year's Day. Smash a lot of things. (laughs) Fabulous. There, that's I think that was possibly yeah. now out of context. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.